0: This is Sylvester McCoy. Uh, You're listening to Who Made Who and uh, Me Made Me. And uh, my mother and father did the same. You're listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. Big spider problem in this city house.
1: Glad to be home. Call me, Daisy. Tell me exactly what's going on, emitting no detail, no matter how strange. new episode of who made who cinema geekly's doctor who podcast it's anthony lewis and ben knight back talking more doctor who series 11 it's episode 4 arachnids in the uk ben and Mm. uh this was the the halloweeny episode i guess uh i guess the because i was reading some reviews after the i'd watched the episode and some people are like Look, if you are... If you have a fear of spiders, this episode was really scary.
0: But the clue is in the title. So, yeah. I
1: mean. uh, here's the thing. I, I guess I don't have a fear of sp- I thought maybe I did. Because mm. I really don't like them. They are definitely super creepy to me. Uh, but... I don't know for I think for me like if you're really terrified of spiders you just you see one and you freak out and you run away from it. Mm. Like you're terrified. Like I see a spider and I'm like, "Up, oh, got to get rid of you."
0: I'm and... good with spiders until they get into my personal space.
1: Mhm. Yeah, like I um, don't Reddit mind... times
0: did a poll on this by the way about the question was simply uh was this episode too scary? Uh, and 86.28% of uh, voters at Radio Times uh, voted no, think 13.72% of people scuttling away to their little corner.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't mind, in fact, that's where I don't mind spiders at, in the corner. If they're like a web mm. spider in a corner or something, I kind of don't really care. It's, They're
0: just doing their thing.
1: Yeah, for know. for me, it's the webless hunt. The like the the more hunter oriented spiders. Those are the mm. ones that I do not care for. The guys who are crawling around on my walls, the especially the really fast ones. Really hate those guys.
0: I so. think like my limit is in in a silent room. If I can hear their footsteps, that's what I'm <laughs> like, no, mate, no, get out. It's too much. Get out, you little bastard.
1: How yeah. big are the spiders in the UK? Well, I mean, after well, watching this episode. Well, you've seen now. Yeah, yeah now, that I, now I know.
0: Genuinely, the spiders in Sheffield, because I was a student there, I think I mentioned last week, um, the spiders in my house in Sheffield, I mean, this may be because it was student um, accommodation, which was pretty grim anyway, but mm-hmm. the spiders there were big, big bastards.
1: Yeah, I would imagine that the, uh, the only place rivaling uh, the UK based off of this episode would perhaps be Australia, where... I'm pretty sure oh, the yeah. Prime Minister is actually a spider. Uh,
0: well, I... the problem in Australia is that the spiders, I mean, some of them are big, but even the tiny little ones are poisonous. Yeah, Every every, every creature in Australia is trying to kill you. Yes. Um, I speak from bitter experience of <laughs> having been terrified of all creatures there when I was there. Um, it's pro- I, I know it's changed a bit now, but in the 90s, I went to Australia and uh, we were driving up the coast, and it's quite a mm-hmm. long drive, and you know you stop for like to go for a while or whatever, and they didn't have you know sort of uh, service stations and stuff like that. They just had a you know a layby with a, a sort of shed in it and a hole in the yeah. ground, um, kind of like <laughs> continental Europe really in many ways. Uh, but all of these things, you open the door and it would just be full of spider webs. And uh, you know what? Hell, I ain't going in there. No,
1: no, I'll just no. I'll go behind.
0: Yeah, exactly. okay. having, having then walked down the back of them, I'm pretty sure most people were doing that. <laughs> they
1: also do that as well. But in uh, Australia,
0: you've got a good excuse, because the little fuckers are trying to kill you. Let's,
1: uh, let's talk about the episode. Uh, arriving back home in Sheffield, the doctor and her friends discover that massive spiders are attacking the population. They enlist mm. the help of a local scientist named Jade, who helps them track the source of said spiders to a hotel where yaz's mom works uh mm-hmm. i think she has a name i think she tried to say it throughout this episode but everybody referred to her as yaz's mom so
0: <laughs> her, name her name is uh hakim khan i think no uh Sonia khan sorry
1: it's yeah yaz's mom that's fine. yeah uh the group confronts the hotel owner an american po- uh, politician named donald trump who, uh, pardon me, he's not (laughs) Donald Trump, he's just like Donald Trump in every way You uh, live big alone Except he says that he doesn't like Donald Trump Mm. Which is weird Maybe it's because they're so similar, Ben
0: I hear that Trump was trying it on with Carrie sometime, he grabbed it by somewhere that I didn't hear
1: (laughs) Uh, This man's name is Robertson, who reveals that there's a chemical dump under the hotel this infected the spiders, causing them to grow to unusual size. The group successfully traps most of these spiders into a bomb shelter, which I... This says bomb shelter, but I thought it was a panic room. Maybe a panic room is a, a bomb room. shelter. Yeah. Uh, well, but you'd that was a bomb, wouldn't you? Sure. Maybe. You uh, hmm? I mean, I would panic, and that would be the room to go to. There you uh, go. The Queen Mama Spider, the largest of them, is already dying, though, due to her abnormal size course, I didn't really stop Robertson from shooting it in the head, because America!
0: And because I thought it'd be better just to let it starve to death and suffocate. Also,
1: you know what? Eh, raises a good point, Ben. Mm. Uh, the Doctor wishes to spare it and let it die peacefully. Robertson shoots it in the head and kills it despite her protests. Which
0: makes him the hero of the story. Actually, Clearly. Uh, you
1: know, it kind of does. That spider was crippled under
0: its own weight and couldn't breathe. She wanted it to have a long, slow, lingering death. As opposed to simply being put out of its misery. Yeah.
1: Later, Graham Ooh, reveals. Uh, later, Graham reveals he's not ready to go back to the apartment that he and Grace shared, uh, and he, Yaz, and Ryan inform the doctor that they wish to keep traveling as the group sets off on their next adventure. What did you Tardis think of friends? Yeah, the, the the fam, Team Tardis.
0: Ooh. Team Tardis.
1: Uh, what did you think of arachnids in the UK? <laughs>
0: Um, I, oh, I actually quite liked it as an episode, but for how very ham the the Trump stuff was. I mean, mm. okay, so like, I think I don't know if it was me or Alex, one of us did shout at the television at one point. Yes, it's Trump. We get it because it was like the fiftieth reference to something. <laughs> but they go like, out of their way I,
1: I, that he's like, oh, I hate, I hate Donald Trump or something. He went out of his way to like let you know that they they tried to be too cute about it. Like, they're obviously well, trying to present him as Donald, a Donald Trump type, but they wanted you to make sure that he wasn't Donald Trump.
0: But it's like when Robertson said to Graham, you know, it's a good job Grace isn't here, otherwise I'd grab her by the pussy. I mean, I think that was unnecessary. <laughs> yeah, did yeah, that make yeah. it into the US version? I don't know. It did not,
1: um, no, but... Did not. Know. Um.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, that was all a bit ghastly. Yeah. Plus, in their kind of Doctor Who's often suffered from this, and it's not, this isn't a Chibnall thing, this is kind of generally, is when they're trying to make a point, they quite often forget to finish the fucking story, mm-hmm. uh, or at least make the story make sense. Golden Arrows abound.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: so like, there, were, there were really weird bits. So the spiders, the doctor's plan presumably was and remains uh, yeah, trap them all here under this hotel and then leave them to suffocate and starve. Because that is, if you've forgotten, that is where those spiders now are. Mm-hmm. Um, which is fine if you don't like spiders. Just don't, you know, go digging underneath that. Well, hotel. if we learned
1: but, anything from the doctor yeah. in this episode is that she doesn't have a problem with these doctor or these spiders suffocating and starving. That was her plan. No, she's, for the large she's one. down
0: with it. That is her big plan. The uh, doctor, which makes her
1: an the, evil woman. For the doctor, that was peaceful.
0: Yeah. Um, other stuff is they, they gave us a... A nice little line which I can't quite decide if it was supposed to be as interesting as it was uh, which is when she's talking to Yaz's family mm-hmm. she says um, that she used to have sisters and she says she used to be a sister and then said in an aqua hospital now that is either her um, kind of muddling up the use of the word sister mm-hmm. or does, was that some sort of suggestion that she had female siblings it, it seemed like a thing but i mean because the the doctor has referred in the past to having a sort of you know long expired family as we've we've heard over this and yeah pre-2005 as well as post um so that was raised no sort of further details but also we know
1: that the doctor lies as well so
0: the doctor does lie yeah
1: maybe she was just Uh, saying something to fit in
0: yeah I, i like the scenes with um hallucination grace uh, although perhaps there was a little bit too much of it. But I I do you know what? Actually, if it had been any other actor than the woman who played Grace, I would have said that was probably a bit too much, but she is mm-hmm. still, even in ghost form, is um mm-hmm. uh pretty compelling. Yeah. Um but what else was there? Um... Uh, also yeah, did we am I not really sure what happened to Robertson because he doesn't get any sort of comeuppance none um, he shoots a spider and then just walks out <laughs> mm-hmm. see ya um, which you know i well. mean that could be because having got uh chris and off uh, to do this which uh actually these days probably wouldn't have been that hard although he is still in a fairly successful show oh, you know what uh, it
1: is uh you in like in the uk you guys got the uh the pussy grabbing cut of the episode uh, we actually got we got the cut where his first idea is to actually just build a big wall around the spider.
0: Oh, good plan, good plan. Who's uh, gonna presumably the spiders would pay for that wall? I they
1: guess. that was his intent, but the doctor yeah. put them all into the panic room, so he had no choice but to just shoot the spider. The that's the America Plan B solution. Um, well, I you did right. see that
0: caravan of spiders coming from the city center, didn't you? That's
1: right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there were no comeuppance for this man in this episode, like not no. And well, that's not even, be. to me, this is not even the biggest grievance with this Robertson well, hang on. Fella.
0: With him, there's a kind of... I wouldn't object to seeing nothing in this again as long as they, mm-hmm. you know, just ease the hell up on the Trump strike, but um, of course he is destined to be US president in the Hooniverse mm-hmm. um, in 2020, and that could perhaps lead to something maybe series finale or some other time um yeah. i would quite like i i quite like chris Noth. i've hated every character he's ever played in the history of television but then that's because he is always cast as a thoroughly unlikable bastard mm-hmm. um but he he does it quite well it didn't that's what i think makes it so ham-fisted here chris Noth is inherently unlikable when he plays that sort of character yeah so you didn't need all of the kind of almost mustache-twirling you sure. know, Trump evil. You just didn't need it. I do wonder whether that was... Um, it's like a Mark again, Strong
1: type who always ends up playing the, the villain or whatever.
0: Yeah, but I, do you think maybe that's, again, this is the Curse of the Children's TV thing coming back in, which is that mm-hmm. it, obviously grown-ups will all get that. Most kids understand you know they will have heard they know that there is a reference to something in here and maybe they just had to hammer home you know this is an odious bastard in case the kids mm-hmm. didn't mistaken with um the tangerine tyrant so yeah. i yeah i suppose yeah i meh. anyway Gordon, what do you say is the worst offense of this then uh
1: i mean at least from a story perspective uh is it playing stormsy music especially with this robertson fellow well See, I didn't even realize it until somebody had brought it up to me. Because I, this just goes to show you how quickly they discarded uh, some of the other aspects of these characters' lives, uh, or things that they've already established. Mm. Uh, I'm relatively certain that in the UK, you guys have somewhat stricter gun laws than we have in the United States. Ah, uh, yes. I don't yes. know how many. I don't know how many people can go around open-carrying, brandishing weapons. Precisely
0: Uh, the square root of um, zero.
1: Not only did this man, Robertson, have a gun on him, he was open-carrying, he pulled a gun. He pulled a gun on Yaz, who is a police officer.
0: Ah, yes. Although (laughs) she does seem to be in somewhat dereliction of duty, doesn't she?
1: A little Um, bit. She never even identifies herself. She's like, you know, who are you? And she's not like... My name's Yasmin Khan. I'm a police officer.
0: Like I'm never. For 19 once...
1: put your gun down, asshole. Yeah. yeah, never once. This man should be in prison right now for pulling a gun on an officer.
0: M- man- mandatory five years, um, but. I suppose if you well, if you're going to dig into it a bit, I suppose you. Some people are saying I've read a couple of American things saying, "Oh, well, he would have had a diplomatic permit." No, he wouldn't. There wouldn't have been a diplomatic permit for that. Uh, unfortunately, the truth of the matter, if you wanted to ask Chris Chibnall about it, I suspect his answer would be, uh, "He's rich. He thinks he can do whatever the hell he wants."
1: Sure, but I mean, and that very well may be, but he should have also mm. been a re- like Yaz felt like she was completely just like snipped. Like she should have mm. been like you know i'm a police officer at the very least put your gun down put it away if not you are under arrest or call in backup or something but uh outside of that which is like a big story gripe for me like that would be quite funny though
0: if if they did bring him back down the line yes and you know uh, she was back at home and whatever else and the first thing she does is ah right, bear with me one second. Quick phone into um, SO nineteen and goes and uh, uh, arrests some uh, what's his name again, Roberts, Robertson sorry. Robertson yeah. uh, under section one of the Firearms Act nineteen sixty eight. I think that could be quite entertaining.
1: <laughs> That's See, what they should uh, do. For, well, for you as a barrister, I'm sure you'd get a kick yeah. out of it if it was warning. You're nicked <laughs> exactly like that. Uh, I this episode did not work for me. I did not like this at all.
0: You sent me a message in capitals after this episode, so I knew that it did not sit well with you.
1: No, I... I don't know exactly what I was expecting, but something maybe scarier than this? I'm not exactly sure what, but kind of big-ish CGI spiders that, for the most part, just sort of chase people around and they got mutated because of a chemical dump so also uh you know happy earth day or something I mean, I don't yeah yeah the, the doctor was
0: the doctor was surprisingly chilled about the um genetic engineering going mm-hmm. on as well so like, oh, all right you're doing that but you shouldn't have disposed of them this way
1: yeah uh, the, what the sto- yeah the story wasn't scary i wasn't scared by it nor was i interested by it like i I didn't really care where the big spiders came from. And then when it's like they're just mutant spiders like the teenage mutant ninja turtles, except they don't have cool <laughs> catchphrases or no kung fu or anything like that. None of
0: them ate a pizza at any stage. No, no. there was
1: no entertainment value to these mutant spiders. Uh it was it felt kind of just there. And then you're right, the doctor I mean, look, she was in between like in a rock and a hard place here. Like what do you do with the giant spider? Do you find like a you know do you try to squeeze them all into the TARDIS and find a giant uninhabited planet for the spiders to to live on or something but there are
0: spider planets they know of them
1: yeah in fact that was one yeah. of one of the doctors had his end on the planet of the Indeed. spiders
0: you'd think that'd be stuck in a bloody memory wouldn't you
1: yeah uh but you know they don't so her thing is well I mean because they're like look this this giant spider is already too big it's uh, gonna suffocate under its own weight. Its oh, it's all what's
0: eating Gilbert. Great, the mama spider. Yeah,
1: yeah. It and... wants to
0: stay in and watch its stories until it dies.
1: Yeah, I mean, as as abhorrent as I find gun use to be, to be honest, putting it out, putting it out of its misery in that way was probably a lot better than su- it suffocating to death.
0: Come on, when he pulled that gun and shot it in the head, I I could hear you from here
1: saying, America, fuck yeah! Well, I mean, that also happened, because it's like, yeah. well, of course, that's how we deal with it. But, yeah. if you also take a second to examine it, that is better than letting it suffocate, which I would imagine is... uh, You know, I'm sure the actual dying part is like falling asleep, but the moments <laughs> leading up to it, I'm sure, are... Terrifying and agonizing.
0: Well, let us imagine that that spider were a pet spider. I mean, Mm -hmm. gross, but let's imagine. Um, And for some reason, it got to the point where it had what is undeniably a terminal illness. Yeah. And uh, it didn't have much longer for this world, but it was clearly in great distress, which the doctor even observed herself. Mm -hmm. Um, Generally speaking, we do have a method of dealing with that. Um, Yeah. And yeah. Do you know what I was disappointed by? Hmm. The title because the title is a a play on words obviously of anarchy anarchy in in the
1: uk and
0: i thought oh maybe i mean this surely can't just be just about the spiders i thought maybe there'd be maybe it'd be set in the 70s or well late 70s early 80s -hmm. or something or maybe there'd be some kind of attempt to splice in something to do with that
1: Mm -hmm. or maybe things are coming unglued there's some semblance of anarchy even maybe like uh but there wasn't even any of that Yeah, there was. It was Sheffield
0: was coping pretty well with its spiders, it seems to me. I mean, a lot of people in Sheffield don't really give a shit about anything that's going on around them. But I mean, they voted Brexit. But the, yeah, but the. I mean, these spiders were, you know, far and wide and out in the city and causing havoc. And Mm -hmm. I mean, that's the other thing. They went out and they killed a few people. There was literally nothing about. I mean, other than
1: their discoveries of a couple of people they killed,
0: literally nothing mentioned anywhere else.
1: Yeah. It seemed like a bit strange. more of a really weird disturbance than a big problem.
0: And the spiders specifically killed um, the next-door neighbor of one of the TARDIS team mm-hmm. and attacked one of the TARDIS team.
1: Now, kind of, I, know you know, people, kind of I know people are going to say the Ghost Monument was a space episode, but it really didn't feel like a space episode. It doesn't feel like we've we've had one yet. No, like although the, the trailer
0: for uh, this week is looking like a space episode, I think.
1: Where they finally go to a an alien place and things don't look like a desert or... And uh, it's not
0: in Sheffield. That's good. This week we're going to Rotherham. That's a joke for people who know South Yorkshire and know that Rotherham's um, about six miles away from Sheffield.
1: <laughs> it's a suburb. Uh, yeah, so the... Oh, man, this... Yeah, this so didn't work for me in, in a lot of ways. In fact... The only thing I did really like was again Bradley Walsh, who yeah. is basically if this show requires um, right now if it requires any emotional weight or heart or anything like that, he's the guy who's doing it. The, Isn't that
0: depressing?
1: <laughs> the scene where he goes into the you know to his home with Grace, just like the look on his face, it was heartbreaking. Like I you know trying to put yourself in the shoes of somebody who lost somebody and then going back to where you lived with that person for so long and that yeah. person's not there anymore. I can imagine. And he did a great job and the grace ghost stuff that was all, uh, you know, really good too. I mean, clearly he's struggling with, uh, you know, with the, with the loss, although even he's more open about it than Ryan is. And I'm sure something presumably will happen with him at some point. Well,
0: I mean, even their scene um, where they forgot to check the ceiling—even um, mm-hmm. that—I mean, that, that was a more compelling episode. Alex keeps saying about this; it does rather feel that the Doctor is is sort of tertiary to the stories so far.
1: Yeah, um, I would. Agree. You know,
0: here's team Tardis and the Doctor's there too. She's sort of following them about a bit. She's the manager um, of the team. Yeah. Yeah, you know, she's letting them back do do their thing, and you know, occasionally she'll get her magic wand and fix stuff. Or not as yeah yeah. yeah. As, as it's, if you're a big spider, uh,
1: if if you're in the UK, it's like uh, she doesn't she doesn't play football for Manchester United. She's just the <laughs> she's just the the. Coach she's not even Alex sidelines.
0: Ferguson, is she? Or did you see that? That's my out of date reference. But um, <laughs> I mean, she she is a bit tertiary. Uh, I should say. Bradley Walsh news to Bradley Walsh fans. Mm-hmm. Um, he has just been given his own chat show on ITV. ITV is like the second shittest of the networks. Uh, it's Behind like the big, BBC? Well, uh, no, uh, as in no, BBC is probably BBC and Channel 4 are probably top of the pile, uh, bottom uh, of the pile is Channel 5 uh, ITV is sort of somewhere in the middle there. Yeah. Um, it's it's where you find the x factor and i'm a celebrity get me out of here ah, yeah, 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 that sort yeah, of yeah. drivel um it's very very much traditionally the home of bradley walsh uh <laughs> and his fantastic game show the chase uh but yes he's been given his own chat show which might be might be an indication that jonathan ross is about to uh, disappear from itv hopefully he'll go back to the bbc um but yeah i
1: that's how little of... there is to talk about with this episode this week everybody
0: well i mention it only because you know there was me thinking that this might be bradley walsh sort of getting maybe ditching the whole kind of uh crap tv game yeah. show sort of rubbish uh but eh, maybe not so i do wonder if this is a backup plan because uh you know he's probably not hanging around in doctor who too long
1: i would imagine that um the numbers for last week, by the way, uh, the full numbers in for the Rosa episode was uh, eight point four million, which is down slightly from the nine million they did for Ghost Monument, but it's still doing still pretty, pretty
0: respectable, good. eh?
1: It's pretty respectable, and it's doing better than the uh, the tail end again of Peter Capaldi's run. So mm, uh, at least that's, a, that's at least that's a good sign for the continuation of the show. Uh, again, a show that everybody assumed would have died because they cast a female lead.
0: <laughs> isn't it weird that the reason this show might die at the end of this series is because it actually it's just the writing isn't very strong.
1: Because so I, I far, even, you're right.
0: I've i come to enjoy the, the aesthetic of it. I, I was a bit it jarred a little bit in the first episode, but this kind of uh, sort of B-movie type aesthetic that they run with um, lo- looks good on it. Uh, the the support performances are pretty strong they have a habit of casting annoying kids in Doctor Who but actually Team TARDIS most of them seem pretty reasonable to me mm-hmm. the guest stars have been pretty good I mean there are people who really don't like um, Chris Noth and that's fair enough he's not everyone's uh, cup, of, cup tea. of tea but he's he's a good choice for that I thought Shabna Gulati deserves a, a, a mention in this uh she's she probably won't be known to US viewers at all, I think, but uh, she'll be known in the UK for uh Coronation Street and probably. I should probably actually I should note that given that it's filmed yeah. literally like practically behind my house. And of course, um, Ben,
1: she played in this episode. Uh
0: she plays uh N Nadia. Nadia, that's it. N A J I A Nadia.
1: <clears throat> yeah. Isn't that Yes's yeah, mom? Yes. <laughs> that's her name, Ben in this episode yes,
0: it is not either of the names I gave previously which I think were her father and sister
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh,
0: she also did a show with Victoria Wood who I don't know whether she's known on or was known on the the other side of the Atlantic or not but she was a, a very funny comedian um, yeah worked with Judy Walters for many years sadly passed away last year a year before uh, so yeah so it was nice to see her in this and I, I thought she was you know entertaining at least I mean, she had a very small role, but somehow you could still kind of get behind her. She was the the woman, for those who don't remember what part she played, she, of course, was the one who was summarily dismissed by Chris Noth in the very first scene that she was in. Yeah. um, Who ends up instrumental in, uh, well, I was going to say taking him down, in so much as he is taken down. Yes. I
1: quite
0: quite liked her. Um,
1: No, she was good. So, yeah. I mean, it's, it's
0: just the, the writing. A lot of the the other stuff about this is working. I, I still am not in love with J.D. Whittaker as the Doctor, but I am still prepared to say I think that's more to do with what she's being given to work with than her performance, which, of course, right. I said that about Capaldi. Capaldi's first series was not great because no. he was given the wrong material to work with. Ironically, How... the material caught up with him in his final series.
1: However, I feel like... I haven't seen i mean and and of course we're only four episodes in uh yeah we've we've still got we've still got uh a few more to go we've got like six more to go and we do
0: there's been some real shock who news though this week hasn't there
1: but so oh yeah and we'll we'll talk about that uh so far i haven't seen an episode that was as good as any of the episodes from capaldi's first... uh, With the the exception
0: of Robot Sherwood, which was terrible.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't mean... uh, I just mean like, I haven't seen anything that was as good as anything... like, any of the best stuff from his first...
0: Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. There's been no standout episode yet. Rosa was good, but was flawed in the ways we discussed last week, but Mm -hmm. yeah. Uh,
1: Yeah. Yeah, and just... uh, and this one, you're right. Uh, The aesthetic, I like. I like the, uh, the cast, and... I even like the Doctor a bit more than you do, but I agree that, so far, I haven't really been wowed by any of the stories.
0: Uh,
1: no. It all feels kind of just there to me. Like, it, it doesn't feel like they're exploring anything. Well, I, mean, I shouldn't say that. they They are exploring things, but in a very, very, very in-your-face kind of way, and I'm usually the kind of a person when somebody says, boy, that was like, they were really preachy about it. I'm usually the kind of person that's like, really? I didn't really notice it. and Or at to- least, I
0: mean, I've, I've heard you do the same thing I do, which is when someone's like crazily preachy in a show, you kind of, think, yeah, but it's worth being preachy about. Sure. But to be fair, you kind of don't need to preach, but not at the level that this is being preached um, about Trump and, you know, the, the evils of, um, Mm-hmm. Uh, unbridled capitalist uh, corruption, or whatever. Yeah, I mean, ugh, it was it was all like like the Rosa episode. So much of it felt hamfisted. That...
1: Well, I mean, again, a lot of it feels like they're explaining it to very young adults.
0: But uh, uh, do you know what this is? I mean, you know my views of um, Orange Forty Five, and sure. I am a, a, a typical lefty. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, do you know what I kind of thought? Well, all right, if you are pitching this at the sort of school-age kids, which was, of course, where Doctor Who started. Fair enough. But actually, if you're doing that, this actually feels slightly more like propaganda than anything else. I mean, you're talking about tweens, teenagers, young adults and adults looking at it. You go, yeah, yeah, I get what you're doing. This is satire. This is parody. Mm -hmm. Um, But if it's aimed as low as the writing appears to be aimed, that's not parody. That's not satire. That's just... I would have said it was probably propaganda. Mm -hmm. And I I, ugh, I can't believe I'm almost defending that type of um asshole but ugh, I don't like that. Yeah. I mean that's it it seems it seems wrong. I, I I as I as I say I think what's wrong with this um this current run is the writing and Jennifer um Parrott wrote the next episode. Mm-hmm. That does not fill me full of joy having um re- reminded myself of her CV. Mhm. She wrote such she wrote for, wrote for such heavyweight shows as Hollyoaks. Now American viewers won't be familiar with Hollyoaks. It is <laughs> Hollyoaks is a sort of soap opera aimed at uh, um well teens i suppose is the best way of putting it Uh, it's it's famous for being not watched by its demographic but instead watched by slightly pervy people over the age of 30 Mm because it's full of people in their early 20s with their kit off a lot even Mm -hmm. though it's on more or less at the time of kids tv so Mm -hmm. that's holly oaks um she also wrote five episodes of home and away which is the uh, i don't know if that australian drivel made its way to the u.s but it's it may have an extremely long-running; uh, it's like second only to Neighbours in terms of, you know, oh, some that, creepy yeah. Australian. Uh, what do you call it? Soap operas. Sure. Uh, Echo Beach, Doctors, which is a real non-starter of a BBC. So, so basically, this woman writes really bad soap opera episodes, uh, and she's written two episodes of this series of Doctor Who. She's written this one and the eighth one of this series, as yet entitled. That well, right, does then. not fill me full of hope.
1: Yeah. Uh well, I mean we're gonna hope it's good. Uh obviously. Uh always always try to be optimistic here. Uh before we talk oh, about Oh, actually
0: I've the- just had something pointed out to me. She didn't write those. She sorry, she wrote the ones I've just said. She's directing this, not writing. This one's written by Chibnall and Pete ah. McTie. Who okay. What did Pete McTie write? He's written for Doctor Who before. Oh god, he's another Australian one. He wrote for Neighbours, didn't he? hmm He's a he's another Aussie soap opera writer. He wrote, oh God, he wrote Oh, ah ha, ha this may be good. Yeah, now that might be promising. Mm-hmm. Wentworth is a different beast altogether. Okay. It's like Orange eh. is the
1: New Black. Kind, of, well, kind of.
0: Yeah, I mean it's, it's kind of kitschier and Yeah. You either know or you don't, I guess that show. But if you haven't watched it and you do like a prison drama, then actually Wentworth, eh, you could do worse. hmm
1: Um all right, so before we talk about the uh the other piece of outstanding doctor who news uh mm. thank you to the good people over at adam tickets for sponsoring the show cinemageekly.com slash adam tickets or click the adam tickets link at the top of the page to pick yourself up some movie tickets or a gift card for the movie fan in your life now yeah christmas ben mm. will not be a happy christmas or a merry christmas yeah christmas is canceled yeah at least as far as doctor who is concerned there, now, yeah. on the Wikipedia page, it is still listing the special for the 25th of December, but the show is not nope. happening on the 25th of December.
0: There New will, Year, or possibly New Year's Eve, potentially.
1: New Year's Eve or New Year's Day or something like Well, probably New Year's Eve. There will be a mm. New Year's special. Would you like to explain why there is no Christmas special this year?
0: Uh, I'll trot out the explanation given by Chibnall. Chibnall says uh, in fact actually it wasn't just Chibnall it was also Russell Davis who's commented on it as well. They have both said yeah we've kind of done all the things we can think of that in any way reference Christmas in Doctor Who. My objection to that as an explanation is this I don't care whether it's about Christmas it's about the fact that there is a, um, a blowout episode one way or the other of Doctor Who on Christmas bloody day. Yes. I've gone a bit Michael Caine. I don't know you why. Did. Um, you did! you the
1: size of a tangerine. Blow the bloody doors off.
0: Um, <laughs> right, so I, I don't... Right, yeah. Right. so Christmas Day... I, I can't back this up at all with figures because I can't be bothered Googling it, but do you know what? All self-respecting people uh, watch Doctor Who on Christmas Day and they do so more in greater numbers than watch the Queen's speech. That's it, I can't back up. Um, <laughs> certainly, in my experience, they do. And... It, it's, I mean, okay. It's only really been a tradition on on Christmas Day since the reboot, so since two thousand five. Yeah, but that's quite a long time now.
1: Yeah, it's um, more than a decade.
0: I tell you what, it really does. It causes a big hole in the BBC um, schedule for Christmas Day mm-hmm. because, I mean, that is, in terms of timing, that's the point where everyone's still kind of stuffed from lunch, maybe just decided maybe I'll have a little bit of Christmas. Food. Well, you know, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Maybe sure. I'll have... I've certainly opened the whiskey and had a couple of glasses of that. Mm-hmm. Um, or in my case, I've driven home from, uh, from the family at the end of the country. Uh, and I've probably been to the hockey game on the way home in Sheffield and see my friends. And I get home quite peaceful house on my own, big TV on watch it on iPlayer. Mm-hmm. It, it is. That's, that's how this goes. Yeah, moving this from Christmas day is unacceptable and I bet it's replaced with some utter utter crap
1: yeah I was going to say the the same thing when I read the we've run out of Christmas stories to tell I mean look number one I disagree I don't think they've done yeah, every too. possible iteration of Christmas related themes in storytelling I know this because I think the Hallmark channel puts out a hundred <laughs> different Christmas movies every single year and they all find some way of looking at Christmas in a different, albeit formulaic, uh, in a way. So, no, they have not run out of ideas. Uh, I mean, maybe I would they sell think for an, an episode half. if they want to do
0: Christmassy Christmas episodes, I want them to uh, travel back in time to um, the start of Santa Claus the movie and save that sure. poor reindeer that
1: dies. I mean... Do that. Do an episode that's not the worst bloody thing you'll have written, Chibnall. I mean, you know, the out of all the Christmas specials, only a couple of them really even have anything to do with Christmas, really?
0: Well, even one where it had nothing to do with Christmas and it snowed and it wasn't even snow. It was ash from an exploding bloody spaceship. That's sure. fine.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. I'll set off for that. I mean, and, and look, uh, people consider... I don't. I'm in the camp of... I'm a Christmas. Uh, I'm a Christmas. Hard. I'm a Christmas movie literalist, mm. but there are many, many, many people who say that Die Hard is a Christmas movie because it takes place during Christmas. Yeah. So, if that's all it needs to be, then tell a story that takes place during Christmas but is unassociated. Because you're right. For me, this has also become kind of tradition. We've been doing it a mm. lot less than you guys have been doing, but um, for the last couple of years this has been part of what's made christmas great uh we would in fact the last couple Mate, of years christmas great again that's, that's right. what we need that's right we need to build a wall around chibnall uh mm. until he puts doctor who back on christmas day i mean we would we would have our our morning and then we would have family come over in the evening the last couple of years we went to go see a movie uh mm-hmm. on christmas and then we would come oh, tell me where did you get, get the tickets Tucker? for that movie well, I mean, I actually can't get them from Adam Ticket. I believe it or not, I cannot oh. get my tickets from Adam tickets.
0: we'll cut all this out
1: <laughs> none of the none of the chains uh none of the chains are that we have in town here in our small ass town no, uh, we'll don't
0: name any of the chains then because they're obviously not worth knowing if they don't do tickets from that fine fine company
1: absolutely yeah. uh but we would you know then come home and watch Doctor Who to cap off the night because it airs uh later in the evening here. Uh, yeah but you know it's just one of the it just it'll feel weird and I don't like staying up on New Year's I'm one of those people who goes to bed on New Year's Eve I don't care if it's another year it's or another worse.
0: year. well even worse it'll be on New Year's Day when mm. well if you have stayed out yes
1: yeah you're I
0: hate it. I hate New Year's Day because you've got New Year's Day and then I don't most people, uh, myself included, are then straight back to bloody work. Mm-hmm. Yep. So
1: sod you, Chibnall. Yeah, I don't think this is yeah. a good move. Put it back on Christmas Day right now. We'll watch it, but we're not going to be happy about watching it. No,
0: I don't know. I think I may find other things to
1: do. I don't think this is a good move i really don't like that all I joking think. aside i don't think it's a good idea but
0: well the other thing someone pointed out uh that might have been on radio times i think some article or other um which i, I mentioned them because of course they're the bbc's own magazine so you know they shouldn't know mm-hmm. uh someone was saying that a lot of the kids who are going to be getting doctor who merch for christmas especially they're predicting uh, an uptake in um uh, young girls getting Doctor Who merchandise uh, for Christmas this year mm-hmm. uh, like to sit and watch Doctor Who on Christmas Day with their new Doctor Who stuff. Yeah, well, that's gonna be a bit of a shitter for them, isn't it?
1: Will be now. Yes, they're just they're releasing that. Uh, they're just releasing that Doctor uh, Barbie doll, which yeah. I'm sure will be a, a fairly big Christmas seller for for Doctor Who fans. Yeah. So, you know, so you now they to... can
0: sit and play with it whilst watching some reality TV garbage. The...
1: Yeah. Or Die
0: Hard. I hope they replace it with Die Hard. That Maybe would be great.
1: they'll replace it with Die Hard. <laughs> uh, that would be tremendous.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Finally, we <laughs> no, a... Finally we replaced it with uh, a
1: Finally we replaced Doctor Who. We ran out of Christmas ideas so we replaced it with <laughs> a, a movie that is clearly a Christmas movie. Die Hard. <laughs> uh uh, okay, so what would you give arachnids in the UK?
0: Mm, I think it's a two and three quarter episode because there's too much broken.
1: Wow, we are just as you... <laughs> I was. I was thinking when we started, I had decided on two and a half for this episode, mm-hmm. but then as we were talking, I sort of was re remembering walking through the the Bradley Walsh stuff. And I remembered how much I enjoyed that. So
0: like He saved them a lot of a lot of geeky glasses this series, hasn't he?
1: Two and three quarters I gave it as well. Because of Bradley Mm -hmm. Walsh. Uh he he made like the that was like the highlight portion of this episode for me. So
0: if he'd gone back like two years and told me that or even a year and (laughs) said that I'd be giving Episodes of this extra marks because of Bradley Walsh. I'd have called you a
1: liar. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what it is, but something about working on this show it it works for him. He's doing it, so yeah.
0: I have in because I'm I'm pretty sure there'll be people going, oh, "I didn't watch him in Law and Order UK. He was brilliant in that." Well, actually, I have. I did watch him in like one episode of it when it started. I have since the start of uh, this series of Who gone back and watched a couple of episodes of it on the base I thought maybe I misjudged I didn't it was bloody awful and it. it's terrible <laughs> so it is this show that is has fixed him as an actor Something and just about he's it, getting yeah. fixed he's going to start doing a fucking chat show
1: <laughs> don't watch it it'll, it'll I'm not going
0: you. to just sort yourself out Walsh
1: <laughs> uh, alright so that's it for this week's episode head on over to cinemageekly.com and check out the archives of the show Plus, you can find us on Apple uh, Podcasts, Google Play Music, and Stitcher. Just search for Who Made Who and hit subscribe, and uh, that way you can hear us come back next week talk about Doctor Who Series 11, Episode 5, called the Seranga Conundrum. Sounds like a Big Bang Theory episode title.
0: (laughs) It does a bit.